Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination. Welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad Podcast for the week of January 14th, 2018. We are so glad to have you here listening. Uh, we got a great show coming up for you. We're going to be talking about uh, the Walmart commercial where the Ecto-1 appears and Slimer. It's a Ghostbusters. There's a lot of movies in there. We'll also be talking about the IDW comic stuff. We'll be talking about our New Year's resolutions. We'll be talking about some stuff that's coming up on the horizon. Get ready. Here we go. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Should we, yeah. should we talk Ghostbusters for the first time oh, in uh, for 2019 in a year? First time starting, in a year. Starting our fifth season. 502. Isn't that weird? I Even closing out last year, I was like, God, we've been doing this for five years? Six what seasons have I been a movie. doing with my life? Six seasons. <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for. Hashtag six seasons in a movie. Uh, what, did, what did Community make it to? Four? We've already beat Community, haven't mm, we? Nope. Five. Five. All right. So we're, we're they, in community. They struggled, and the fifth was the Yahoo one uh, season. Oh, right, 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 right. I never watched yeah. that one, but uh, that's And then by one. that point, uh, Harmon was off and running on uh, Rick and Morty. Right, right. Well, uh, so we're going to beat Community, at least. I don't know if we're going to beat uh, Gunsmoke or Simpsons or anything like that. Let's not. <laughs> Hold on. Let's set our expectations. Here. Well, but, uh, you know, we, we left. Jennifer slept here in the dust already, so really. <laughs> that's that. That's what we were setting out to achieve from the very first episode. Like, hey, let's at least get more than half a season of a sitcom. Uh, <laughs> yes, kids, they actually made a sitcom about a beautiful Hollywood starlet who was haunting a thirteen-year-old boy. It was it, amazing. Yeah. It was a different time. Don't worry about it. But, <laughs> Very uh, different hey, time. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, I mean, officially, because we did bring in the New Year with everyone uh, on our Ghostbusters yeah. 2 commentary, but uh, that, that was pre-recorded. We recorded that months ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, You got the satisfaction of us wishing you a Happy New Year's on, on New Year's. But technically, we didn't get the satisfaction no. of, of wishing you a happy New Year's. Yeah, and New Year's, uh, so. I mean, short of my raspy-voiced uh, uh, news break that I did right in the middle of there, uh, Chris and I haven't spoken to each other because we've been with our families and doing holiday stuff and traveling and, and yeah, whatnot. Travel. But, um, but we we didn't want the the podcast to suffer, so we banked all of the episodes and then. Um, as as you heard, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know about suffer. We didn't want it to be absent, but whether it suffered or not, uh, well, it's up well to you guys. I think the podcast suffers every time we hit the record button. But that's a different story altogether. But um, 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a long hiatus for you and I, Chris. I should say. Uh, but it's it's been it's it's nice. It's I feel like we're already back in the groove. Yes. Uh, well, we, 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 we did record twenty minutes that nobody will hear previous to this, but <laughs> just if, like good old times. We didn't need a break, like a little bit of rest from twenty eighteen. Uh, if nothing else, we need a little bit of a breather heading into 2019 because, you oh know, busy goodness. year. It's uh, already busy. I mean, I look at our rundown here um, and knowing that we've got FanFest on the horizon and whatever announcements and stuff will surround yeah. that and uh, just a whole bunch of stuff that's going to come up in 2019. So, yeah, I think it's actually good that you and I had a, a three-week breather going into 2019 because I've got... I've got 2016 Spidey Sense tingling here. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, here we go again. <laughs> Buckle up, Fermens are sentados por favor, uh, kind of mm. thing. But uh, anyway, but yeah, thanks everybody for your feedback on the pre-recorded episodes. The the Tobin's audio guide seemed to have uh, gone over pretty well again, and the commentary went over pretty well. So um, we'll we'll make sure that we we I won't say pad. But we'll make sure that we pad our uh, our feed with some of those uh, in the future because those are still a lot of fun and especially with the 35th anniversary like Tobin's audio guide we got to do a ton of those so we'll yes. we'll we'll, pre- we'll we'll program some of those into the uh, the schedule but uh, yeah yeah uh, I, I mean what about uh, okay I I saw on Twitter Chris that you have some New Year's resolutions what what are some I of do? your resolutions should we talk about that here at the top of the show and then we can get into the news. It'll require talking because I may or may not remember what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I think I recall. Well, it could have been Milton England too. I'm not. I'm not sure if it was you or Milt. Milt. Uh, <laughs> Milt. But, Incrementally increasing the numbers of questions he has to answer every year by two. two. <laughs> uh, well, I seem to recall you. You put something up there about you want to drop a few lbs before Fan Fest. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. And then... That wasn't on Twitter. That was uh, on Facebook, I believe. Oh, that was, was Facebook. Okay. I just sort of in, invited people. Yeah, because, you, know, uh, you know, one of the best ways to kind of follow through on your uh, resolutions is just sort of <laughs> state them publicly, and then, you know, it makes it harder to walk them back. Yeah, have mine a gym buddy. Yeah. Mine wasn't really that hard re- a resolution because this is something, you know, I've been... T- but two years ago, I hit the point where I couldn't pick up my son anymore, and I was like, "Boo!" It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily like my size or anything like that. It's just age, and I, you know, and all that. But uh, heck, I mean, it's there, so why not just dial it in a little bit more, and you know, uh, uh, b- b- make a little room for I don't know Ghostbuster beer. What the <laughs> Miller Time? <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Oh man! Uh, oh, some somebody here. One of the local breweries. We got to arrange this. One of the local breweries has got to do something for Fan Fest. There's got to yeah. be some sort of a Ghostbuster. I'll I'll talk to the LA Ale Works people. They'll jump on go. that in a heartbeat. What's yeah. a, What's a good one though for a Ghostbusters craft beer? I mean, there's been Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. Right? I mean, it's always usually citrusy. Everybody kind of ties into the ecto cooler vibe i think yeah but i think well i think there's room to to go a different way with it what uh what could it be they don't really uh marshmallow some some sort of like a, a s'more uh graham cracker maybe. and marshmallow or something uh, maybe a bit of marshmallow and something you know like uh like a an ale of some sort that might not be too yeah. bad i guess um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something. Heck, I'll just 
I'll just take a lager with a really clever name and on it. <laughs> that's frankly just, fine. Yeah, take old cans of something and put a new Ghostbusters label <laughs> on it. And we'll drink it. That's basically <laughs> what it boils down to here. Uh, yeah, that's uh, we'll, we'll leave that up to the Brewmeister. Uh, we'll give we'll give it to somebody and say, hey, look, you got a bunch of nerds descending on Los Angeles. Uh, you want to do a small small oh, batch many, of something? Uh, what was it? Peach, peach brandy or whatever? Is that what oh, the Venkman the, was yeah. swinging? Yeah, the peach oh, gotta, brandy in the... That's got to be tracked go. down. Oh, we're going to be very <laughs> messy drinkers. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> walking around the Sony lot with their tiny flask, oh, glass flask of peach brandy. That, that brown <laughs> flask-shaped <laughs> bottle of, of Georgian peach snaps, whiskey, brandy, whatever the heck it is. Oh, my God. Call it fate. Call it luck. Call it Sir, luck. I need to see your ID to let you in. Call it karma. I, I get it. You know the movie, but you can't come on the lot without an ID. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. You don't know. I believe that we were destined to get thrown out of this dump. Sir, we haven't even let you on the lot yet. Please. <laughs> You know, you know, this reminds me of the time you tried to drink yourself to death. That would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. Uh, we're, we're, we're a very good cause here for sobriety. If anybody's listening, Our apologies. just, yeah, uh, stay sober. But um, anyway. Yeah, uh, well. I feel like that's my New Year's resolution. I feel over, over the holidays, my God, I had uh, like three or four beers a day and but it was you know we in the morning we would get up and we would have breakfast and then we'd have lunch and we'd go out somewhere and we'd have a beer and then we'd go we go skiing and did you mention <sighs> breakfast just to be complete about your schedule or was that where we to infer that you started your day oh no there were mimosas during that's just right. that just happens again sobriety wow. There's much Listen, to be said for it. Any drink you you pour fruit into, it doesn't count. So that's fine. <laughs> that's true. You're fine there. Uh, Anything you consume while doing any sort of athletic activity, that doesn't count. Uh, yeah, <laughs> see? There you go. So we've already canceled out two of the four. We're in good shape. Yes. Here. I'm not a heavy drinker myself. And the holidays, I think this holidays, I probably had a bit more than I... I normally do. It, it wasn't to excess or anything like that, but uh, there was a lot of really nice white wine going around and I think I'm sorry happy that, 2019 I'm gonna go to sleep now um <laughs> uh I'm not a new a, year a wine. same story yeah yeah exactly oh god I think it's the rest of my life uh <laughs> not a big uh wine aficionado I like um uh drier sweeter white wines and there was more of those available so hooray hey. and off I went um I mean, I feel like Bill Murray was in uh, in in, in our, our same company, too. Did you watch that Golden Globes presentation? I uh, know I didn't watch the Golden Globes. Oh, I missed I, it, but apparently he was uh, very louche. He, yeah, Bill Murray. So, I again, I haven't watched an award show in quite some time and just happened to be on uh, while I was with the family. And lo and behold, Bill Murray shows up. And yeah, he's he's got the rosy cheeks and the rosy nose, and he's holding this giant goblet of uh, of champagne, and and he starts out his speech by going off prompter as Bill Murray is uh, want to do, <laughs> and he says, uh, "There's two good things about this award ceremony." Holds up the goblet and he goes, "This," and then he goes into his. And the second thing is the uh, comedy or musical best picture award, and here are the nominees. And uh, very very Bill Murray. Uh, very Bill Murray. 
and then as uh, his friend Peter Farley uh, uh, wins, uh, you know, he gets up and he's making a speech and he's got all of his people uh, f- from the film around him. And there's Bill off in the corner, still drinking from his goblet. <laughs> uh, I know Bill listens to this podcast religiously. You oh, obviously. come yes, to yeah. L.A. this summer because apparently we're going to be drinking some sort of apricot. Rye. Yeah, we'll be what, we'll be drinking whatever the brandy is uh, that you were having in in nineteen eighty three. I'm just I'm just gonna keep changing it as it, <laughs> it started. It started at at peach uh, brandy. I'm now up to apricot uh, rye. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, uh, it's getting uh, more refined. It sounds like. Yeah, actually, yeah. speaking of the Gold Globes, uh, shout out to Ryan Dole of the Ghostbusters of British Columbia, who technically, I I mean. <laughs> By, by uh, proximity uh, in the credit sequence is a technically a Golden Globe winner. Yeah, uh, for, for for Spider Man yeah. into the Spider Verse. Hey, um, good on you, Ryan Dole. Yes, uh, yeah. I I hope everybody saw it because it was a really really good one. Um, it did lead inevitably to people going, "It's Sony, it's amazing. Please do this for Ghostbusters." Uh, I agree. I think everybody's. Uh, gut reaction is is uh, a good one uh, i unfortunately don't think it'll happen but uh, yeah you never know you never i mean i i had the same reaction when i saw the men in black trailer uh, seeing that men in yeah. black international trailer i was like oh yeah do that for ghostbusters that looks great that i want to see that do, do that thing yeah well uh, you know uh, if they two products like that that you know knock it out of the park can't help but steer some sort of next yeah. project for Ghostbusters, right? Like, because it's the trick was is uh, with 2016, it was kind of a uh, uh, mostly uh, it wasn't a complete tabula rasa, but it was so far behind 2016, like the the previous projects. It's very hard to argue that what worked in '89 has to be done perfectly here you right. know, or 84 and it'll fly with uh you know 2016 and here we are it'll be dis- discussed how much worked and didn't work <laughs> till the end of time but you know now when you you know when you revisit like a men in black and uh it looks like it's uh it's got its bells on or uh, you do an animated feature where you let a very creative team um do their thing uh, it's it's a lot easier then to point to a new creative team and say, kind of steer that way, do what you do, but vibe wise, look at these things because yeah, that make it. I mean, worked. especially with Spider Verse, like the the aesthetic and everything was totally unique about it, and it, yeah. it felt like it was its own thing while yeah being another spider-man movie uh which i i'm sure everybody that is not familiar with spider-man was like what do we need another spider-man movie for and then they saw the commercials or the trailers or they went and they saw the movie itself and they were like oh that's why it's something different um well three things that new york looks fantastic and we're talking about ghostbusters is very much a new york new york movie perfect two um, the style they went with, which was everything in 3D, but it had the the light cell shading to make yeah, it. Yeah, cell shading, and it had that sort of like stop motion, you know, like yes. every third frame kind of uh, animation style they, to it, they, too. They stopped it down to, yeah. you know, uh, 12 frames rather than 24 to give it that animation stutter. And um, 
and then uh yeah the 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 proof that the sky's the limit right like i mean they had a football field tube sized collider and you know l trains flying through the air and a talking pig and it's like well yeah (laughs) Because that's what you can do with animation. That's yeah. what you can do with animation. It's you can do whatever you want, and it's fine. So I don't know. It's yeah. uh, uh, and, get and on it, it, Ryan. Yeah, I, get on I, it, Ryan. I know it's f- <laughs> fully on the uh, you know production coordinator to do all of this stuff. But well, I get the impression, if I understand correctly, they they pretty much okie dokied it to do follow up a couple of follow ups. Oh, I'm I'm sure it goes without saying. Yeah. I, that, that was the golden goose said, that Sony was looking yeah. for, I think. Yeah. Can't uh well interestingly enough, its numbers are not its numbers are not insane, but its risk is so much lower. So like somebody was pointing out it and Aquaman. Aquaman is inching towards a billion, but Aquaman cost a quarter billion to make, right? right? Like right. there's just no way around that. Um uh Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I think, is pushing 200 million but it's you know to make it was like 40 million or something like that like the the risk return is is so much better on on spider-man you know what i mean like uh, you try to do another aquaman you put another you know quarter billion in and there's a misstep somewhere and whoops uh it's it's different with live action yeah yeah it's uh it's a different animal So, so i don't know do that yeah, Everybody. do Ryan. that, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ryan, call Ivan Reitman now. We know you have his number. Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. Do that um, thing. Well, let's, uh, so let's talk about the things that we do know are going to be happening. Sure. Uh, because there's a lot, and there's a few things that that I talked about in that news break that you and I haven't had a chance to talk about together, so I, I thought we would throw that into the mix here, too. So, oh, fine. Um, so let's, let's throw to the news, and uh, we'll talk about all of the news that's fit to print, including... The return of the Ecto-1 on the kind of silver screen. Hey guys, Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. All right, yeah, I, I want to start with the Walmart commercial, Chris. Even though there, I, I know we didn't talk about the IDW comic, which we'll come back to, but uh, I want to talk Walmart, which is something I never thought I would really say. I want to talk about Walmart. Um, yes. But uh, so so speaking of the Golden Globes, which we alluded to earlier in the show, where Bill <laughs> yeah. Murray showed up half-sauced and uh, made made quite the Bill Murray entrance, um, the Golden Globes debuted a, a Walmart commercial, actually several Walmart commercials, different iterations of the same commercial, uh, which featured the Ecto-1 and Slimer, uh, as well as uh, the Batmobile and the Jurassic Park Ford Explorer, uh, the Family Truckster from Vacation, uh, Cinderella's uh, Pumpkin Coach, uh, all, all sorts of movie vehicles, the DeLorean, obviously, uh, Kit, uh, huge, Bumblebee, huge Kit. Bumblebee, uh what am I missing here? The, uh, the mutt cuts Dumb Dumber, mobile from yeah. dumb and dumber. Um, but just very cool to see all of these movie cars, uh, incorporated into the same advertisement, uh, to which my mom, again, cause I was with my family. My mom was like, how much did they pay for that commercial? And I wanted to say, well, mom, funny enough, I think they paid a lot of money for that. Just <laughs> not, not for all of the licensing and making sure that they had the rights to all of these cars and properties and IP and stuff like that. But at the same time, they spent some money on the cars and, 
And I've heard through the grapevine that they actually built that parking lot. That parking lot was a, a location uh, uh, somewhere in the Great White North that they needed to, you know, uh, build because you can't just film something like this at a Walmart, obviously. Um, but uh, so anyway, so uh, so let's let's retract a little bit here. Let's talk about because when we saw the Ecto One filming in Los Angeles, uh, boy, it was month month and a half ago at this point. Um, uh, we had talked on the show about what is it? What are, what are they shooting? Are they shooting some sort of a commercial for fan fest? Is it, uh, is it a trailer? What, what is in the works here? And it turns out, uh, this is what they were shooting. They were, uh, shooting in the streets of downtown Los Angeles for that opening shot where you see the Ecto one screaming through, uh, air quotes, New York city. Uh, and they had the, uh, the awesome follow car and it, it looked so, especially juxtaposed with the Batmobile right before it. I was like, Oh my God, look at the Ecto go. It's Dude. Like, it's like, yeah, the Ecto looked great driving through the seats of streets of quote unquote, uh, New York. And then they pull up to this giant parking lot, big box. And I was like, did they go to Jersey? Cause yeah. with nothing around it. Yeah. There's that's not, that's not on Manhattan Island. Uh, I'll tell you that much. I mean, but at the same time, so, so we now know for a fact that the Ecto that you see in that opening shot, that is not the, the hero original OG car that uh, stays no. on the Sony lot. That is Sean Bishop's. A replica, which uh, was lovingly created by Sean, who's a good friend. Actually, go back and listen to this Ghostbusting Life with Sean. He he talks about yeah. creating the car. Well, you you tell me, Mister. By the way, I saw your book on the shelf at Chapters just today. <laughs> ah, why? Well, um, thank you. Uh, I didn't yes. buy it. I already have a copy. But, uh, <laughs> but I thought uh, I didn't buy it. I don't want that I book. <laughs> Screw I need, that book. Look, I love you, buddy, but I don't need two copies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it um the 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 Sony lot one I mean it got its overhaul as seen on the the previous uh the 2000 uh, Blu-ray edition. Blu-ray yeah yeah 2003 no was it, it can't 7 have been that long it was after 9 even to be was honest it 2009 oh you're yeah. right you're right it was that first Blu-ray so yeah it oh, would have been God. like 2007 2009 don't don't make me feel old man it um <laughs> Not that it takes a lot of work. I'm going to the gym for it, but I'm fine. Um, it's, um, yeah, I don't, I didn't get the impression it was roar through the streets. No. Capable. No. Yeah, that's that's where Sean's car, I think, really came in handy is because Sean's car. Uh, Sean, Sean makes sure it's, it, it runs, right? So uh, yeah, his runs. Uh, and, and I know that the, the 59 caddies are, are prone to malfunction. Just ask Brian Fear uh, down in, in San Diego, who has, has many horrible hair-raising stories that you'll say like, why, dude? Why? Why do you do this to yourself? Um, but yeah, the, the, the cars are really um, not that good for stunt driving no. which is why again why it was surprising to see that car screaming through sixth and spring streets downtown because i'm like i they can barely get that thing to start it backfires and it uh it's it's not it's not in tip-top shape whereas sean's car i know you know he dropped a new engine in there and uh yeah. lo- lovingly keeps it uh, up to date and running but um by the way, I'm not suggesting that fans come to FanFest with their Ectos and will illegally race them on the Holland Drive <laughs> at 2 in the morning. But uh, All right, we're racing uh, for that, pink slips, that, kids. That may have been what I just suggested. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's funny that you should mention that restoration because uh, Cinema Vehicles has also revealed that they were involved in the ad. Uh, they created the new family truckster. Uh, which, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was not aware that 
there are no family trucksters in existence anymore. I, that was kind of surprised Funny, eh? to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they recreated the truckster. Uh, they refurbished the Dumb and Dumber Mutt Cuts wagon. Uh, of course, they were the ones that were responsible for restoring the Ecto uh, back in 2000, whatever it was. Um, what What is the um, what's the ad rate on the Golden Globes then? Because they dropped money that you would expect people to drop on like uh, super time, uh, super uh, oh, super time. Yeah, they they you spent know, super, super bowl money on super this. sports. Uh, uh, what do they call them? It's called <laughs> the the super what, super super super, super, super sports. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Like you said, they they obviously got a, a a big box somewhere that they could paint, throw a Walmart sign up on. And then, you know, make the parking lot exactly like they wanted. That's Yeah, and they're shooting visual cheap. effects. They're, they're putting uh, Bumblebee into it. They're, they uh, inserted Slimer yeah. digitally, uh, the uh, little compies from Jurassic Park. Uh, exactly. C- lots of CGI shots. That's kind yeah, of crazy. Um, and, and paying for these cars uh, either cars. through fans yep. or through, uh, through a place like Cinema Vehicles. Some stunt shooting, like the Mutt Cuts took a jump. Uh, yeah, um, Mutt Cuts takes a jump. Uh, obviously, the... I, the Batmobile and the Ectomobile, those oh, were new Batmobile. shots. Yeah, uh, the was... kit shot at the beginning that they kind of recreated the beginning of a Knight Rider, that was a, a brand new shot. <laughs> so they, they dropped a lot of coin. They dropped a lot of coin just to produce this uh, yeah. spot. They dropped a lot of coin just to license this spot. And then they dropped a lot of coin uh, because it was on every single commercial break of the Golden Globes. I kid you not. And that's how yeah. I know that it was – they had – 30 second cutdowns of it. They had 20 second cutdowns of it. They had a 45 second cutdown that ended with uh, Back to the Future. They had a 45 second. Like there were different iterations of this commercial that they just kept coming yep. back to. And and it makes sense. The Golden Globes. You love movies. Uh, it's it's kind of akin to the Oscars now that you can get away with these sort of retrospective type of commercials. But yeah, um, yeah, they they spend a lot of money. And then of course, I did see online a lot of people that were like, ah, oh, Walmart. I mean, I love this commercial, but Walmart of all places. And like, hey, I get it. I understand, but Walmart, especially with Ghostbusters in 2016, yeah. had whatever ties to Sony or whatever ties to Ghostbusters, they've got uh, those licensing rights. So, um, yeah, it's uh, and and they got the money. At a certain point, like I said, you kind of got to walk away because it's whoever's got the money and the rights. It's you'd let the, they're going to do their thing. Yeah, uh, I am amused by the idea that. Uh, a company that really exploded into the the national scene by selling us on the concept of we're super friendly. See, there's somebody at the door to greet you, and now we're at uh, don't bother with the door or the old guy there. Just call in your order. We'll bring it to you. Just pull up to the curb and we'll give it to you. Yeah, uh, um, they. I mean, it's the kind of thing that makes. I, I'm always kind of fascinated what the horse trading behind the scenes was exactly. Uh, cause that's a lot of licenses and yes, they had to get permission and yes, they had to probably pay. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like we're Walmart other than Amazon, who is moves, moving physical copies of your movies. Yeah. Everybody represented in this commercial. Exactly. So perhaps let's, you know, let's hey, talk a little Sony bit. Universal, uh, Warner brothers, all of these, uh, big studios that you want prime, yeah. uh, real estate hi, on hi our Sony. end caps. It's, yeah. it's Walmart. We've had copies of Ghostbusters <laughs> on our shelves ever since we opened. Uh, be a real shame if we didn't anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I, I mean, uh, and, and 
and I get, yeah, okay, the connotations of Walmart, it's the big box company, the the, the big corporate overlords that's uh, steering mom and pop businesses out of, out of yep. your uh, towns. I get that. But at the same time, as a fan, the one thing that it did do is it gave us that little glimpse of like, look at what the Ecto-1 can still look like on screen, even if yep. it is on your, your TV screen or your, a lot of people saw this on their phones because it, it, it did drop on social media the same morning. Um, look, when you shoot that car with a, a good cinematic lens and with a dynamic camera move, like, oh man, it's just, it's so thrilling to see that car moving through the streets again. And I think yeah. that's, that's part and parcel of what Sony was probably motivated. I mean, not just, uh, let's, let's disregard all of the other movies that are in this commercial, but if you're Sony, you've got the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters coming up. You want to get it back into the zeitgeist. Um, put it, put it in a Walmart ad, put the Ecto one in an ad and get all of these people going, Whoa, dude, I remember that. I had that toy when I was a kid, or I remember seeing Ghostbusters on Saturday mornings or <laughs> just yeah. give him that little bit of a spark and, and make Walmart pay for it. Why I, not? Why I not? S- I swear. I would so love to have seen it. Like I sometimes, like I was looking at that commercial going, who did they convince first? Like who did they like at some point instead of paying through the nose for all the licenses, did they pay a, a good amount for one and then <sighs> walked over to the other studios and said, Hello, Universal and Warner, you know, uh yeah, Columbia maybe. Pictures is is on board. Be a shame if our our, our uh, Golden Globe uh commercial only featured that studio. <laughs> Talk to us, come to yeah. the table. I, that makes, I mean, maybe Warner Brothers was on because the, the Batmobile and the Scooby-Doo mystery machine and that's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else is Universal, Warner that was in there? I don't, I don't try to Universal think would have been Bumblebee and, Jurassic oh no, I'm sorry, Park. Paramount is Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Uh, Universal, Universal is Jurassic Park Jurassic and Park. Kit. Uh, I don't know who Disney has. is the Cinderella coach. Yeah, and then they uh, had New Line. Oh, that's Warner Brothers. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber would have been Warner Brothers. So maybe Warner Brothers was on board first, and then they went. I don't know. It could be a chicken and an egg kind of. It could be like Roger Rabbit, where it was like, "Hey, Disney, uh, Warner Brothers is on board to let us use the Looney Tunes characters for Roger Rabbit. Are you game? Yeah. Oh yeah, sure, okay, whatever." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how do those how do those things come know. together? At a certain point, you you have to think there's a a, a tipping point. And again, look at Ready Player One. Uh, no Star Wars, uh, no Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Star Wars, not well referenced in the book. Ghostbusters, page one. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you just kind of wonder how these things happen. It, well, I mean, you know, it's people in suits making phone calls and sitting at tables and something happens. And, and who gets veto power? Yeah if, yeah. if it's a certain property like Star Wars, yeah, there's a lot of people that can say no up at the top uh, in addition to your Bob Igers and, and whatnot. But yeah. Um, all in all, it's uh, it was a nice way to start off the year. It's the anniversary year. We were a week into it, and we had this national high-profile viral on the internet. Uh, you know, uh, look at the Ecto, yeah. screaming around. That's that's not a bad way to start things off. I don't and, think. And the inside of the Ecto, you got uh, the the CG Slimer, which uh, it looks it looks like they just took the same uh, model from Answer the Call. Um, yes, well, somebody did ask about that. Like, why is the 2016 Slimer and the blah blah blah? It's like, well, because there's assets for the 2016 <laughs> yeah. one. The VFX but, artist could take the the polygons from the old movie and or from the new movie. I'm sorry, and, the and put movie, it directly yeah. in there. 
there. Yeah. I mean, that Slimer looks pretty good anyways. Uh, and at the end of the day, the other Slimers were optical. There's no model of them. Uh, yeah. They were not going to pay to redo physical. And why pay money to do a digital of them when that guy's sitting right there? Just use yeah. that. Yeah, and you're already doing digital versions of, uh, of uh, Bumblebee and the dinosaurs and, and the DeLorean landing. That looks like that's digital until it gets to a certain point. Um, that so. then starts, oh, God, like you start peeling away the, the onion layers there. So um, I'm trying to think now. So for a motion picture company uh, in Vancouver who worked on uh, Answer the Call, they would have been one of a couple of houses that had the uh, the Slimer thing. So were the assets handed over to a different company or did they just say, we have a one second shot of a backseat and throw him in or? Uh, it could go either. I mean, on big films, yeah, you farm out certain shots to certain vendors. Uh, on this particular one, I'm sure, you know, Sony probably has the the object file of Slimer. Yeah, the, that's absolute, a the assets are somewhere. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe or, they, or th- whoever was doing the VFX, they were like, here you go. Here's the OBJ file. Uh, go for it. Um, <laughs> the OBJ file, the OBJ uh, file. Yeah. Uh, sure. That's cute. Um, anyway, it's true. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a great commercial again. Like you said, it was a great way to kick off 2019 knowing that it's the anniversary year. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought that the sci-fi weekend thing was a, a cool way to do it. And then I saw this commercial. I was like, Oh, that's better. That's a better way. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, so, so check out the Walmart commercial. Uh, all of the versions are on uh, Walmart's website and now on their Twitter feed and Facebook. So it's, it's, it's hard to not throw a stone and not to find uh, all of the commercials, but yeah, uh, and and congrats to Sean Bishop. I would assume he got a a little bit of a little bit of pay for uh, letting them borrow the car. Oh, surely, so he can maybe do some uh, upgrades to uh, good old Janine if he wants to. So that's that's good. Good for good for you, Sean. Good good on you, buddy. I, yeah, I don't well, know if Sean listens, but I hope I he does. Know. But it, it keeps her in you know ten W thirty and uh, yeah. Or five W twenty or whatever the hell a fresh uh, fresh coat of wax and a new set of tires, new set of white wall tires, which are pretty expensive nowadays. I have no idea what a uh, I don't know what how old is it now? Sixties, fifty years old. Yeah, fifty nine. Yeah, Uh, yeah, pushing sixty sixty year old uh, Cadillac. Uh, What do you throw in it? I don't know. But Uh, it's money. That's basically all you do is throw into it. Yes, you throw money into a blender until it comes out a viscous goo, and then you put that in the oil. You pour it all over the car. Uh, anyway, all right, so let's talk about the IDW stuff, because that, sure. that's what I did the news break for, because uh, I, th- I thought, oh, that can wait, and then it, it started to it started to tax me. It, much like Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge, I would fall asleep at night, and I'd be like, oh, you got to talk about the IDW thing on the show. It needs to be timely. So that's why we did the uh, the little news break. But uh, IDW, no, it, was, Mr. it was good. I think we I think we could have waited because I, I mean I, it's not like the comic yeah. was coming out you know tomorrow or anything like that. No, but at the same time, I know pre-orders are key, especially with comics that and, is and true. diamonds uh, ordering uh, structure now. So I, I wanted to make sure that we get the word out. But again, we're going to talk about it here just to make sure that that word of mouth continues. So uh, for the 35th anniversary in April, IDW is going to be doing a series of four weekly uh, one-shot comics. This is in addition to the. Um, Sanctum of Slime 2020 issue, which comes out uh, soon, a couple weeks from now, as you're listening to yeah. this. 
Um, but so they're doing four issues. One is, of course, the Prime uh, Ghostbusters uh, with an Atlantis-themed uh, uh, story of some sort. Uh, Real Ghostbusters, Extreme Ghostbusters, Answer the Call Ghostbusters. Those are the other three that will be rounding things out. Um, and they've got a lot of variant covers for those of you that uh, are into collecting covers with a lot of really key artists, which are really cool. Um, so I, I, I'm, I kind of uh, fumbled my way through uh, the sleepy news break that we talked about. And, and I think I may have screwed up a few of the, uh, the creative folks that are, are, are in it. So here's what came from. Uh, this is from Comic Book Resources. Uh, where they talked about the announcement and they said, Eric Burnham, Dan Schoening and Louis Antonio Delgado will handle the first issue, which is uh, the prime Ghostbusters one that I told you about. Uh, then uh, Kevin Scott or Kevin Scott, sorry, Marcello Ferreira and uh, Louis Delgado are doing the real Ghostbusters issue. Uh, and then the answer to the call Ghostbusters, it's a new creative team. It's not the people that handled the miniseries. It's uh, Devin Grayson S.L. Gallant and, of course, Louis Delgado rounding things up. Man, Louis has got his hands full. He's doing mm-hmm. all of these issues. Uh, so the, he, the, that's the creative team for the Answer the Call Ghostbusters. And then Extreme Ghostbusters is Jim Beard, Keith Dallas, and Tim Latte. Uh, or Laddie, I guess I should say. Um, if I recall correctly, uh, was it Mr. Beard was on the pre-showing uh he was serious. Uh, as somewhere? was Keith. Wasn't Keith Dallas involved I think, in? I think both of them might have been. Uh, yeah, Keith working on the early IDW Ghostbusters stuff. And the best part about this is Tom has been posting a whole lot of of teases. Now the other thing that Tom keeps, and I alluded to it in the news break, Tom keeps saying there's another big announcement coming that we're not quite going to get yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but so he's posted a lot of the art, and the art movie looks team. fantastic. Movie Mo- team. Movie team. You think so? No. No, I'm just gonna keep repeating it. And like like Oprah says about the secret, I'm just I, I'm just gonna keep repeating it. <laughs> I know he's dropping little hints and it doesn't match. But if I keep saying I want an IDW uh, one shot with the movie team, yeah, uh, it will I'll get it eventually. Yeah, yeah, put that out to the universe. I I'm still holding out hope that we'll see like the Hellbent script or something adapted, uh, or uh, what was yeah. um. What was Eaton Cohen's uh, called? Alive again, dead again, alive again. Ghostbusters, alive again. I want to say. Um, <laughs> no. But uh, uh, I saw I saw his Holmes and Watson on the weekend. Oh really? Yeah. Let's just let the crickets go. <laughs> All right. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, so IDW they've got a lot of cool stuff in store. Um, pre-orders are up now, uh, and the reason I bring it up is because uh, Tom Waltz uh, on his Twitter just today, as we are recording this, uh, mm-hmm. put the the previews uh, solicit in there. So uh, make sure that you tell your your local comic shop uh, that you want it, or make sure that you get your pre-orders in uh, to get yes. that book pulled for you, so that they know that you want it. Um, so that that was the big the IDW thing was the biggest thing that I think we missed while we were on our hiatus. Um, yeah, that was um, that was them jumping to the head of the queue. Because um, even though we're not going to see the the four weeklies until June, uh, as you say, January, March, April, May. Yeah, oh, so oh, March, I April, coming the, in April. But yeah, you're right. It is it is June, isn't it? So uh, March, April, the orders got to be in if you want it. So yeah, um, gotta gotta get I it. I think they're I think they're just making sure that they got in before. I take it as a sign that they uh, have some sense of 
what a big gear is it is all around and want to make sure that the they're the first signal in the noise <clears throat> that's coming that's my yeah. thought I feel Again, like, the, like Oprah, I'm just going to repeat that until it's true. <laughs> now, I, I will say, I think that the bummer, at least me sort of reading into this now. So we get the, the Sanctum of Slime one shot this month in January. Uh, and then there's going to be a couple of dark months, which is kind of a rarity now for uh, Ghostbusters comic uh, releases, at least. I mean, usually there's a, a trade paperback or um, I know we have... Uh, the crossing over uh, trade, which is, is uh, just now coming out. And um, so, you know, there, there are reprints that are, that are on the horizon, but uh, yeah. Yeah. New releases. It's going to be a little quiet for a couple months, which is sad, but I, I, at the same time, I know that there's a lot coming, so that's okay. Yeah. I mean, they're basically taking their budget and timing and resources uh, that would be spread out over that period. And it's all going to come out in a single month. So, yeah, you can't blame them for that. I, I'm no, okay no, I, and it's weekly. I mean, uh, when when's the last time that we had a Ghostbusters weekly comic? Never, never. No, uh, it's never happened. It's it's always been either a monthly or a quarterly or a, an annual kind of thing. So, yeah. um, so very cool. Uh, keep keep watch for IDW. I'm sure more announcements are coming. Uh, again, uh, Tom is just really driving home that there's another big thing that. He doesn't want to yeah. tell us about. So I think there's a safe bet we'll see the um, now that they wrapped the uh, the last couple of uh, miniseries there. Uh, I'm betting we'll hear about the. I guess it's the fourth Ooh. hardcover. Yeah, now, this would right? be the fourth hardcover. Yeah, there's Which, been no word of it, but now that I mean, it's only been about two, not two months, it's been maybe a month and a bit since we got that last issue there. So yeah. And you've got a lot now between crossing over one Oh one, the answer, the call mini. Yeah. There's, there's enough in there in an annual there's, there's enough that they could fill another hardcover. Definitely. But uh, yeah. yeah so, so, so stay tuned on that for maybe just in time for fan fest. What, what a release that would be for so, fan fest. Uh, that would be fun. Get on that Ryan. Dole. <laughs> Who has nothing to do with IDW? Make it happen. <laughs> or just everything, everything is everything on Ryan's shoulders Ryan. right now. <laughs> um, uh, so two two quick news items here, and then uh, we can talk about the the Aaron Chilbert thing, which I think is fun. But um, yes, so uh, Bill Nor- Bill Murray stories, uh, the documentary about people with their encounters of Bill Murray uh, with uh, the old line productions folks uh, for Ghost Heads fans uh, that is now out on Netflix. Uh, check check it out. Um, I I downloaded it off of the Netflix to watch on the airplane and then um, realized what a foolish thing I was thinking that I could actually watch a movie on an airplane <laughs> with a one-year-old. Uh, um, you. Yeah, so I, I still have yet to see it, which is very sad. I, I really want to see Bill Murray stories. Uh, but it's, oh, it's out there for everybody to see now on Netflix, which your, is good news. Your journey has only begun. <laughs> oh, God, your I'm sure. Your fall to the bottom is before you. You have yet to find yourself <laughs> hiding in the bathroom to watch a half an hour of something on iTunes. Oh, you're to blame. When I need to get into that lavatory in the aft of the plane, it's you. Uh, but yeah, so. All, all of a sudden, a, a man who has only showered in the last 30 years will suddenly demand that daddy needs, daddy needs to take a bath. Don't want a stinky daddy because daddy in the bathtub can catch up on Doctor Who a little bit. You know what I mean? I just have three episodes to watch. <laughs> 
Anywho, so check out Bill Murray stories on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I have not yet though. Uh, did you yeah. finally get to it? Uh, or is uh, no, it still no, sitting? I still okay. have not. It is still sitting, uh, <clears throat> downloaded on my phone, and also in my my Netflix queue. So. Much like the uh, National Lampoons and the Ghostbusters daughter, I think uh, you, you and I'll, I'll get up to speed on that, and then uh, let's revisit one, two, three, break. Yeah, let's do that. Let's I, again. I do want to talk about that one because I feel like that's such a fun documentary uh, idea. I think so it has we'll, to be. Yeah, it has we'll to be looked that. at. Uh, if for no other reason then we need to scour it for clues as to how to lure <laughs> Bill to LA for Ghostbusters Fan Fest. How to set a Bill Murray trap. That's if the dried mango <laughs> hefeweizen uh, doesn't suffice. <laughs> dried mango hefeweizen. Oh boy. It's going off the rails real wow. quick. Wow. I would drink a uh, a mango hefeweizen. I'm just saying right now I could actually could really it's go for a it. far cry from uh apricot brandy though, but <laughs> Close anyway, in close. a pinch. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so speaking of our man, Bill Murray, uh, some rumors out there that he will be returning for Zombieland 2 and Dan yeah. Aykroyd will be joining him. Uh, now, I, I do want to stress heavily on the rumor side rumor. of that because we can't confirm this is all, you know, Zombieland 2 is still in, in very early, early pre-production. So it was kind of it's, surprising to see both of these guys in the <clears> same uh, news item. Yeah, but, it's a rumor... It's a rumor that came through a couple of the the was it bloody bloody disgusting yeah, yeah. Or some one of the, the, horror the movie ones, blog uh, horror sites. hound yeah. or something like that. Uh, I'm not saying that's a slam dunk that it's true, but when they report a rumor, they themselves as horror fans have kind of they're gambling a little bit of of eh, it could be uh, yeah it could um, be it's possible. Um, I would sprinkle a little bit of just because it's 2019. That is, again, another piece of thing that uh, Sony would have no problem letting uh, leak out into the world that uh, two of the principals of Ghostbusters are going to make an appearance in the sequel of the movie that had Bill Murray and a lot of Ghostbusters reference. Um, You know, that's just just one of those. It's just one of those cultural vibes to toss out on the 35th anniversary year. Yeah, here's here's these guys kind of returning to form. Now, uh, it goes completely in the opposite direction of what uh Dan <coughs> said on the Dan Rather uh interview where he he basically in so many words said, "You know, I'm letting the new generation do stuff. I don't really want to act in front of the camera anymore. I'm I'm pretty well done acting unless it's it's something. Yeah. So here's uh Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray cast a new <laughs> nah, I don't know. Well, cameo it would be. It would have to be a cameo. It's, There's it's no way. It's not the bulk that, of the movie. Yeah. Bills wasn't the bulk of the movie at all. It was just. It was a high point that really rocked everybody's world. Um, and two, I honestly think it would appeal to Dan a little bit because if you pitched it to Dan that Dan, you're going to play you in a zombie apocalypse, and we <laughs> want you to be you, only maybe amp up, you know, the UFO supernatural you a little bit and i think he'd go for that i think he'd have a lot of fun with that. yeah without a doubt totally i mean the the bummer about this though is one of the the high points of zombieland was nobody and i mean nobody told me that bill murray was in that movie so when i went to go see it and this this whole this whole thing with bill murray's mansion happened and so on and so forth I was tickled and I loved it because of the element of surprise. But now here's, yeah. you know, J- uh, Joe, uh, Joe's movie blog telling you, well, Bill Murray is going to come back. Well, I want that to be a surprise. That was the yeah. whole joy of the first one. 
But the one thing that that sells it that it's just a rumor too, though, is also the fact that uh, Bill got dropped in the first one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, well, but he shows up in the credits as kind of a gag. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, admittedly, <laughs> that's where people immediately started debating, and I'm like, I think we maybe need to just put it in our back pocket and wait. Is um, uh, on the one hand, people are like, and and I pointed those too. It's a movie about zombies, so really, there's a lot of room to work there. And then other people were pointing out, but but yes, the rule was double tap to make sure they stay down and all this. And like, yeah, okay, we're officially overthinking it. Let's just <laughs> let's just put this down for now. Yeah, again, in Zombieland, the movie where you don't want to be thinking about that stuff because it's supposed no. to be funny. It's farcical and yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so stay tuned on that one. It's it's firmly in the the rumor mill at this point. Um, but uh, all right, so so last uh, item for you and I to talk about here, Chris. Uh, one mm. of the things that really amused me over the holiday break that we had was uh, Twitter user Aaron Chilbert, who uh, is is a listener of the show and and uh, love uh, keeping up with uh, their tweets on on uh, the Twitters. Um, some way somehow was able to crack into the Ghostbusters 2016 uh, console game and uh, start fiddling with all of the parts inside and. Uh, much like on Ghostbusters, the video game, when people were able to open up those project files and, and see what was in there, we determined, oh, look, some of the stuff from the parade level was still in there uh, when they released the game. And, oh, man, here's a whole bunch of audio that uh, they recorded and and wasn't used and, and doesn't trigger in the game and, and things like that. Um, now, I know for I mean, for Ghostbusters 2016, you and I have talked kind of multiple times about how disappointing that game was. And, mm-hmm. and I haven't revisited that game since 2016, honestly, but I still haven't played it. I, I played two minutes at uh, E3 and that's it. Uh, it. I mean, it was very, again, uh, it sort of suffers from sanctum of slime uh, syndrome, which, which we talked about. It did feel very, it felt like it was just the sanctum of slime engine being reused. Uh, but um, but what's interesting and what I kind of caught on to because so, so Aaron found all of these things within the production files, like the, the characters actually had names. Like one of the biggest critiques about the game was you're playing these four nondescript, uh, Ghostbusters characters. Who the hell are these people? Why do we care about them? Yeah. Uh, and, and they did have names. Uh, they were named obviously, but for whatever reason that didn't end up in the game. Um, they also unlocked, uh, like they found, there's a code for uh, Papa John's skins, which uh, I guess maybe Papa John's forgot to publicize that they had a, <laughs> a tie-in with a, a big console video game. Uh, yeah. Or, well, not only that, but buried one layer down, there was Domino's and suggestions yeah, that it was yes. they were trying to negotiate with Domino's prior to that. So. Well, and and that kind of leads me to believe that there were a lot of really last-minute changes on this game, as as I think there were on the movie, too, because I think, uh, was it one of our Italian listeners? Was it GB Max? Somebody pointed out that when you watch Ghostbusters Answer the Call in their country, uh, the Papa John's boxes are actually another pizza chain. It's not Papa John's. It's uh, like Pizza Hut or one of those places. Um, yeah, we discussed that a little bit at the time because that was kind of like Captain America's uh, notebook. Um, that was just them looking for ways to make more money ways in to different territories. It. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so so it's it's very interesting that this particular game, and, and I know that that is one of the biggest issues with uh, movie adaptation games is that the... The time frame that you have to release them within is very, it's a very narrow window. And of course, things are changing on the movie and you have to adapt the game uh, yeah. on your side, which is always a very difficult challenge as well. So, 
I, I, I just, I, I've, I have reason to believe that this poor game fell prey to the same old trap that all movie, uh, tie in games. God, going back to home alone on the NES or even ET on Atari, um, have fallen prey to, uh, where it's just, God, there's, there's no time for the developers to put these games together. And then of course yeah. everybody wants to change stuff because the movie has changed. So, uh, I, I get that sense from, from this game as well. Um, Although the good news is it seems like Aaron Chilbert is really enjoying uh, tinkering around with this game, which is, is great. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad uh, that there's gold to be mined from that game because um, there was talk about it coming down off of Steam soon. Uh, uh, much like uh, the Ghostbusters, the video game is not currently available on it. Uh, if you buy it, you get to keep it. That's Right, right. Uh, so I was like, oh, I should go buy it. So I have a copy. Uh they want seventy bucks for it on oh, Steam. No, they they want console prices. I'm like, oh. I'm gonna walk away now. Yeah, no, no. I wait that, till you're abandoned. Where? I was gonna say that's that's a that's a five or seven dollar uh, purchase. Really, I no. Uh, I mean, fair is fair. If they want it, like. 20 bucks or even if they went look we're a license and it's off a console 30 bucks i might go eh, 30 yeah. or if there's a sale i'll grab you cheaper or whatever but new no, even at steam sale no 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 yeah not, that's no uh, no. especially for a game that doesn't have a whole lot of replay value and 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 admittedly seeing all of these posts on social media i was like oh i may pop that game in and play again and obviously yeah. I have not since uh, that time. So if I assume I have time and money to play a game uh, and it's a toss up between answer the call for 70 bucks and maybe picking up, I don't know, Fallout 76 or something. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, Ghostbusters is not making the consideration list. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, heck, if, if you want to put it that way, there's a pile of movie or not movies, but uh, games I am years behind on that I would like to. You know, I mean, like uh, I never finished Red Dead Redemption, let alone two. Oh, yeah, the second one. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm still on. Uh, I'm on the second Tomb Raider game, and I just for Christmas yeah. got Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm like, great. I I haven't even pulled the other one out of the cellophane yet. So I, I haven't gotta, fan, haven't finished the Crackdown yeah. series. Haven't finished the Mass Effect series. Haven't started the Assassin's Creed series. It's like. No, yeah, this, mm. more time to be spent elsewhere. Uh, and I also am, I'm just barely on on the cusp of hitting level 20 on Ghostbusters World, so I'll, I'll, I'll focus <laughs> my efforts there. Um, uh, but, small aside, did you play any of the Christmas stuff? I did, I did, and I love the I don't want the Christmas skin to go away, to be completely honest. I yeah. just want it to be around all the time. Uh, uh, I was a little disappointed that the system will not keep track. Like when we catch the the bellhop or slimer or whatever with the, the Christmas skin. Yeah. It just all goes away. But, um, uh, there are a few, like the Managishi, you get the, where his antlers stay when he's in the containment unit. But, uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's the Colorado kid in me, but I just love walking around the map and it's snowing. That's, that's the only thing that I just absolutely <laughs> adore and want to continue. Ah, that's it's, so sweet. I mean, those little, like those little touches, you know, when you're playing the game, uh, in the early evening hours and there's that kind of like sunset hue to everything. I just, I love those little nuances that they put into the game, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I love the splash screen at the very start to the, the holiday themed, uh, splash screen as the game is loading. That's, that's a lot of fun too. But, yes. um, Oh, and and the snow on the portals again. It comes yeah. down to me just loving snow, I guess. I'm I think a so. Snowy person. 
but uh, yeah so uh where where's everybody else at on ghostbusters world i've seen people that say that they're on like level 25 or 30 or and that's they've kind of hit the level cap which uh i'm wondering if there is a level cap but uh, i think i'm at uh uh 14 or something like 14? that. I I kind of didn't get a lot of time in over the holidays to be honest, but uh Yeah, where uh call, call in, chime in, where are you guys uh, at in your at. your Ghostbusters World careers? We uh we want to hear from you. Yeah, and level that's... up before level up before Ghostbusters Fan Fest. <laughs> we're going to play we... we're going dudes, we're going to drink a whole bunch of peppermint schnapps. <laughs> I don't even know what it is that we're drinking anymore. <laughs> and we're and then Sorry. Get in the car. We're going busting. Get, get, get in the car, loser. We're going busting. <laughs> Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. Do. And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroads. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That'll do it. Thanks very much, Ray. All right, Chris, uh, here we are into the final thoughts. The first one of 2019, the first one in, God, four weeks now, five <laughs> weeks that you've got uh, some final thoughts room here. But You uh, think I would have had time to, like, you know, <sighs> think of one. Well, let me let me uh, just uh, hop on really quick before yeah. you uh, jump in your final thoughts. And let me let me forewarn everybody. If you want a CrossRip t-shirt, you alluded to this in your um, Home Shopping Network episode. But uh, our Blues Brothers t-shirt, which was designed by Dapper Dan Shoning himself, is going into the vault, never to be seen again uh, this spring. So if you want to get one of those t-shirts, now is the time because in uh, May... We are vaulting that particular shirt, and we are going to be releasing a new shirt, curiously just in time for FanFest. Hmm, <laughs> think about that. It'll be, uh, it'll be that dazed and confused uh, with Matthew McConaughey <laughs> leaning out of the car. It'll just, but it'll be our heads, and it'll say just what we just had, which is get in the car, loser, we're going busting. Yeah, get in the car, loser, we're going busting. But uh, so yeah, so uh, don't delay if you it want that t-shirt. It won't really say uh, that. I just made that. No, up. I know. Although that is a really good shirt idea. But I'm sure Jason of Ghostbusters News already has that shirt. That every time I come up with a good shirt idea, I go to Ghostbusters News. I'm like, damn it, Jason already has damn that it, on Jason. his. That's right. Anyway, but uh, so anyway, so uh, yeah, if you want that shirt, go pick it up. Um, it's it's on our uh, GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop link, uh, and we have multiple sizes, multiple colors. Uh, but but pick that up because if you want the Blues Brothers inspired shirt, that's going away. I'm sorry to say. Sorry, Dan. I probably should have told you about this before it went on the air too. <laughs> Dan, we're we're gonna vault your shirt because we want it to be a collector's item. We want it to be coveted and prized, like well, the art that it is. It's vault. We'll bring it back in ten yeah, years. Yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring it back when we uh, broach our Gunsmoke uh, anniversary here. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, sorry to uh, to step on your final thoughts. What uh, what you got? 
it was lovely of you to clear out some space so I could think of one, and then I joined in your conversation, and I haven't really thought of it. <laughs> and poof, it's gone. <laughs> there's no final thoughts. Um, I mean, it's a fresh start, so there's there's not... The only thing to think about right here is what's coming, is, is what it comes down to, and frankly, we're going to discuss that pretty much non-stop uh, podcast bet. So this is the first record of the year, two weeks into January. I think by next week, we're just going to be, it's just going to start rolling. Ghostbusters it's going to start Fan rolling, yeah. I mean, um, I- it's, it's inevitable. Uh, my final thought is, actually there, let's discuss this as a final thought, which is we are six months away. As in, uh, by a couple of days, we are literally six months away specifically six months away yeah i'm trying to think of other synonyms for literally and specifically we are accurately (laughs) six months away precisely precisely six (laughs) months away uh from the ghostbusters fan fest in june uh and we discussed this before they announced the fan fest uh uh what was it august uh, I guess October last year, yeah. something like that. Or was it for Ghostbusters Day? It might have been Ghostbusters last Day. Year? That's right. It was. So we're six months yeah. in. All through the last six months, people are like, "Yes, but what's it going to be? I need to know why are they taking so long?" And we discussed that. It takes time to work these things out. We've seen conventions. You can't do this like a convention where a convention goes and Jason Momoa will be there. And we're saying that because we're talking to him right now. And then, a, you know, a month before they go, Jason Momoa won't talk to us anymore <laughs> yeah. and will not Except be able to attend. He's filming Aquaman 5 because <clears throat> they've made four sequels back to back to back to back. And, uh, you can't you yeah. can't do that. That's kind of the abusive stuff that uh, big, big conventions can get away with. This is, as we've discussed before, laser precise. This is not even... Even Star Wars Celebration, where you know they're looking at ten thousand plus fans, this is this is a laser precise amount that they're going to let onto the Sony lot, yeah. not a convention center. They're coming into the Sony lot, uh, which means you know the spreadsheet and the numbers are making it all work. Are going to be going to be challenging, uh, is our guess, um, and they can't just throw crap out there. That said, we are now at the point where yes, they're going to. Uh, the start any time now letting us know what's I don't even think it'll be the full the full thing oh no just think, just the the highlights or the headliners or maybe even or just some small details about a couple, the some day. shape yeah some yeah. shape of what's going to happen over the two days sort of thing uh, and and this will be the thing that'll uh, so this is my final thought which is um, and we talked about this before what are you looking to get out of an event like this? Because I get the impression from a lot of people I talk to who have no reservations about it. Uh, they're in because it's going to be a thousand like-minded individuals. The opportunity to see these people somewhere in, like in real life rather than online, incredibly low. Um, so even if it's a, just a two day party with a thousand people in costume, uh, that's a fun two days, uh, and that's that's at a minimum, right? We know there's going to be more stuff. Uh, what I'm curious about is what stuff they start offering up, and how much a certain contingent of people will start learning about yeah. it. Um, because frankly, well, I'm always suspicious that people that are free with their probably weren't really 
that close to coming anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's going to be a big commitment. I mean, not just uh, monetarily in time, but, you know, you're... Yeah. Well, I guess monetarily and time are the biggest commitments, to be completely honest. Like, how much money are you yeah. willing to spend? How much uh, time are you willing to spend? No, um, no harm, no foul. If somebody, yeah. you know, can't take the, the time off, because, you know, you're most people are going to have to, I think we worked it out, going to have to take a Friday off or something like that, because it's, yeah. it's either Friday, Saturday, Saturday or Saturday, Sun- Sunday. I think it's just Saturday, Sunday, right? Right, so there's well, a Friday, I, maybe I, a Monday. Maybe that's what's going to be announced, is what, oh. what days are their programming? I don't even know at this point. Yeah. Well, it was 8 and 9. Uh, I just can't remember what days of the week 8 and 9 I believe fall it's Saturday, through, Sunday, yeah. But that... Oh, that, it has to be because the, the the lot operates on a Friday. You can't shut the whole lot down on oh, a Friday. So, yeah, it's got to be Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. But that means people have to book off most likely two days. There will be people that will do a late flight and a hard Monday morning at the office. But I think a lot of people will also go... Maybe I'll just stick around. Um, yeah. Give yourself some breathing room. I don't know. No harm, no foul if you can't can't do that. I think that's the thing that I'm kind of cringing at the most is the people that kind of griped about the invite to the 2016 movie, which was it, like somehow they were, it was unfair that they could not get off work and go fly to the thing. It's like, yeah, well, that's sad but that's, uh, but, not, that's sometimes uh, yeah, how life there's goes also, right like the, yeah the the realities of life unfortunately that's but. what it comes down to and it's not i don't know i think a lot of people took it personally too and that's, <laughs> uh, that's uh, so, i mean it's kind of funny like all of this the the drama and the like the feelings that are going to be hurt and, and things like that that we know is inevitable we know that that's going to be happening um, yeah. The one thing I'm thinking about is like, I wonder if they're going to open the sets for the Goldbergs that we can walk through because it's all 80s themed. <laughs> like we, we could have our party in whatever that set is that they use for the mall, which would be a lot of fun. Oh man. Or uh, at least prom style photos there. Yeah. Yeah, something. totally. Cause I know that the Goldbergs obviously shoots on the lot. Um, but uh, yeah, th- those are yeah. the kind of things that I'm thinking about. Like where are they going to let us just traipse through the lot? What are we going to have roam over that? they're going to be uh, okay with i don't know i think i think if i had to laser in this rambling final thought a bit i think it comes down to that this is the 35th anniversary of ghostbusters um and that's supposed to be a celebration for us fans uh so (laughs) i i i mean at the end of the day if they're only letting x amount of people onto the lot uh even if you know, airline tickets and hotels were, you know, sky's the limit and all that, and everybody could come. Not everybody could get through the door sort of thing. There's just... just, So I think what I'm kind of hoping... I I think what I'm going for is there are going to be people that will be kind of choked about it and uh i empathize and 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 that you know i feel bad yeah you want everybody to be able to attend you want everybody to attend i think though i want to focus more on who's going and getting to see this is something you and i talked about is that when we we were invited to come down for the the premiere we had the awesome and unique opportunity to hang out on the red carpet rather than with the the fans in the the red carpet bleachers. Yeah. 
at the yeah. end of the day, you and I got a unique experience, uh, and conversely, they all, all had a unique experience that we didn't get because we didn't get to spend the afternoon hanging out and schmoozing. <laughs> I know and, we, we got people. to the we got to the fan party and everybody had already left or was he, taking a nap and all the pizza had been nap. eaten. And Hell, like, there wasn't even yeah, oh, there wasn't even a pizza yeah. left. And the people in the bleachers, because of where they were and everybody dressed up and all that, they all got to see every star. You and I yeah. caught who we could wave down we, and all that. We were on the stop and talk <laughs> of the red carpet, which. I, <laughs> Again, don't get us wrong. We're not complaining about this because no, that was that pretty was awesome. freaking awesome. But uh, yeah, but was, we, I didn't realized to, we didn't get to hang out with everybody. It was we didn't a get to talk to we, people. We barely got to hang out with one another. And it's always been one of my biggest regrets that I kind of said hi and shook hands with a bunch of people, uh, but never really got to talk to anybody sort yeah. of thing. So this time I just, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to the event and going and just, you know, just having it'd be fun. nice. It'd be nice if the entire world could be there, uh, but since they can't, uh, I I just want to. Enjoy, that's my final thought. I want I want to enjoy. I want everybody there to enjoy the fact that we are there, and we're not doing it because, you know, despite other people and all that. It's just you know stars align for the group that could go and not for others, and that's you know the way things are unfortunately. And there's by the sounds of it a whole crapload of other stuff that's. You know what I mean? If there's a Wizards World near you, there's a Ghostbusters thing. If you got a film harmonic near you, it's probably going to be Ghostbusters Live. Yeah, I got to see the Ghostbusters Live show still. Yeah, um, it's, there's going to be a lot. I, Fan Fest is not going to be the end all be all, which is kind of nice. It yeah. may be the kickoff for something, which is, is kind of cool to talk about. Still but. no word about Vancouver having Ghostbusters Live, so there's something that some fans have already yeah. got to experience. Uh, nor Los Angeles, which is crazy to me. Um, yeah. Um, also, uh, no Wizards World in uh, in the north north of the border, up Canada way. Um, so, you know, we don't get to really tap in and show off Wizard, you know, Wizards World doing the, you know, the the extended year long thirty fifth anniversary party, right. what, at whatever the that party and the the exhibit that they're going to have and all those things. We haven't quite gotten a clarification <laughs> on that either yet, too. So. And it's kind of like the lottery. I think we're all pretty aware that uh, Bill Murray is <laughs> likely to show up at least at one randomly, <laughs> and none of us know which one. Oh God! So. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if he shows up to Fan Fest the the fervor, the, well, the chaos that would ensue. My God. That's, that's a if little If they're different. planning a party and he shows up and he's got that goblet that he was holding <laughs> at the Golden Globes. <laughs> God help us all. It's going to be one hell yeah. of a party. Let's put it this way. Up to FanFest, we're all like, everybody's like, oh, I can't go. It sucks. And we're like, yeah, dude, that sucks. And then Bill Murray shows up and all those people go ape and, and we switch gears. It's like, that doesn't suck. That's bullshit, dude. <laughs> we're sorry. That is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but uh, uh yeah, but res- I'm sure resolution, as you said, is probably coming sooner than later uh, because we all put those deposits. Well, not all of us put the deposits down either. Uh, uh, Still waiting can. for more, waiting on bated breath. What's coming? When are we going to get some more information? I'm sure it's it's on the, the horizon. I think it would behoove everybody to make sure you keep an ear to the ground of all the the Ghostbusters fan. Uh, social media pages, etc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe certain key podcasts. Yes, please, please tune in. We're we're gonna do our best uh, as as much as we possibly Follow. can to keep you guys. Be- yes, because yeah. I think I think stuff's gonna happen fast and furious. A lot of it. There's breathing room, but I think other things like when they announce. Uh, get your early bird ticket because we're doing this. Yeah, you may want to jump on that early bird ticket yeah. real quick. 
on the off chance that the math works out. Like, completely hypothetical. It's not going to happen, but if they go, uh, Ghostbusters Fan Fest, Bill Murray's absolutely, definitely, 100%. Hell, if they said Ghost, Ghostbusters Fan Fest, Bill Murray, 35%, a solid 35% chance. <laughs> I think all the pre-early bird tickets yeah. would instantly go away. Uh, watch it sell out in <laughs> moments as soon as people say, well, yeah, Bill Murray's actually confirmed. What? He what? is? Yeah, if, if it's if he confirms, they're gone in minutes. If yeah. if they say thirty five percent chance, I think you got twenty four hours, and then they're gone. <laughs> so, as people sit around and go, well, it's not a sure thing, but do I really want to take that chance? <sighs> yeah, I mean your your mileage may vary. We don't know that Bill Murray's coming, but we also don't know that Bill Murray's not coming. <laughs> Uh, uh, he anyway. really likes Oklahoman ginger beer, which there'll be lots of. <laughs> I'm inventing drinks now. It's really what it's coming down oh, to. Oh, that's when we know it's time to call it a night. But, yes, baby. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us here uh, for our first episode in the 2019 season. I mean, our, our first uh, proper episode, I guess I should say. But uh, uh, Of year five. What the heck five. are we doing? God help us. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for joining us as always. Uh, reach out to us, of course. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebooks and uh, interact with the show. We love when you guys uh, comment and we'll, we'll be sure to mentioning. Uh, be sure to mention all of those comments and questions and stuff here on the show as the year progresses. Uh, but until then, until next week, everybody, we'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird. I almost forgot Facebook. Huh? A a wishy-washy 25%. He'll be there. (laughs)